0: Gluten can decrease your leptin hormone's sensitivity by 50%, and your leptin hormone is your fat thermostat. It tells you that, you know what? You have eaten enough, you don't have to eat anymore. And when leptin hormone isn't as sensitive, then you just feel hungry all the time, like a bottomless pit, like you just had lunch and you can eat another lunch. And it can have to do with the hormonal reaction that gluten is having on your hormone leptin. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some
1: weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian of my sisters feel the best they've ever felt.
0: Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. Tell the sisters how much you loved the meatloaf I made last night.
1: How dare you try to blackmail me into telling people how good you're <laughs> tell
0: were,
1: them <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was tell delicious. Them you love
0: my meatloaf.
1: <laughs> it was actually delicious. I like I loved combining it with the squash. What was what that?
0: Squash. Okay, what was the little puree? flour mashed Cauliflower potatoes. mashed
1: potatoes. Fool. I always forget. Mashed what was it?
0: Mashed potatoes. Potatoes. It There's was no delicious. potatoes in it.
1: Oh. But it was delicious. It was. I loved it. Um, Don't be offended that I use ketchup. You use ketchup too on your meatloaf. But it was
0: really it was good. necessary. Yeah. You know, a classic dish like meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and green beans. That's basically what I made last night. It's actually a sisterhood recipe. Except the meatloaf is made with turkey. And instead of breadcrumbs, I used oats. Which, surprisingly, like, you can't even tell that there's a bunch of oats in your turkey meatloaf. Um, they just, like, melt away. And they make the texture perfect.
1: It feels so lean when you eat it, too. Yeah. it's, like, very high in protein because it's turkey. Yeah. It's very lean You know,
0: I think it's my favorite way to eat turkey now because turkey is kind of like flavorless and Mm -hmm. the meatloaf had all these delicious spices and you can't tell that the texture is like dry ass turkey texture. (laughs) It's not like that in the meatloaf. So it was good.
1: I mean, I would say my favorite way to eat turkey is a turkey bacon sandwich. But Hmm. second on the list would be this meatloaf for sure.
0: And the cauliflower mashed potatoes. Now this is my favorite part because if you have a really low carb tolerance, you can make it with only cauliflower. And then if you can tolerate more carbs, then you can mix it with like potatoes and make it with potatoes and just steam the cauliflower and potatoes together, mishmash it and make a mixture of cauliflower and potato mashed potatoes, which is lower in carbs or, or you could just have potato mash and that's A regular carb dish. So depending on what your carb tolerance is, you can modify this recipe. And we have different versions of the recipe in the Sisterhood app Mm -hmm. where you can say what your carb tolerance is. And then that's the recipe that shows up and tells you like how to make the meal. But last night we had the low carb version and Sirac had potatoes that my mom made on the side. For his carbs. <laughs> but I decided to eat low carb.
1: <laughs> I had to go high carb. I did a very um, heavy upper body date yesterday. Yes. But I was going to ask you, what? where can they download the Sisterhood app?
0: In the description. Of? The podcast. Yes. I kept awesome. saying in the caption. <laughs> Last week? <laughs> Last week. Okay. All right,
1: everybody. So today, um, we have a great topic today, which is something that we always get questions about. How to start going gluten and dairy-free. A big topic that we're going to cover today, and we're also also going to talk about some of the science behind going gluten dairy free for PCOS.
0: Yes, as eighty percent of women with PCOS have insulin resistance, and hundred percent of us struggle with inflammation. It's really important to consider going gluten and dairy free for at least thirty days just to see what reaction it's having on our symptoms. Is it creating issues with weight loss, fatigue, our mood, our cravings? I mean, these are major PCOS symptoms. And if we're eating gluten and dairy and these are inflammatory foods for us, then they're going to be triggering these symptoms every day, all the time. So it's really important, like I said, Cut it out for 30 days. See how you feel and reintroduce it and see if your symptoms flare up and how much you can tolerate overall. Personally, I can't tolerate it um, except for in small doses, little bites here and there. If I really want to try something. The other day was Cedoc's birthday. So I had a bite of cheesecake. Mm -hmm. Did you have any? I had the dairy. I had the gluten. No, I didn't break out because it was one bite. It was good. You know, whatever. Like, but. One bite isn't gonna make the biggest difference for my PCOS symptoms, mm-hmm. and I know that, so I was able to enjoy a little bit and move on from it. But for some people, that could make a really big difference, and for others, it doesn't. So, yeah. discovering your tolerance to gluten and dairy is important to making it a lifestyle change.
1: Absolutely, and we'll cover some of those, some of those tips. For lifestyle changes to go gluten dairy free on this episode too. So stay tuned for that. And if you do have any questions after this episode, you can always ask us on Instagram at loss. You can DM us. And of course, you can always find gluten dairy free recipes in the Sisterhood app as well. But uh, to get started, our first tip on going gluten dairy free is to educate yourself about the benefits of going gluten dairy free. Because once you know the the benefits of going gluten-dairy-free, that makes it easier to decide whether it's right for you and whether you're feeling the symptoms improving because you're seeing how it's actually working. And talking about educating yourself about going gluten-dairy-free, let's talk about some of the research studies.
0: Yeah, let's get into a few science topics here, yeah. science articles.
1: Yeah, my favorite is honestly like like the leaky gut and zonulin.
0: Yeah, do you want to talk about it?
1: Already, I will say it. So, studies have shown that every time you eat gluten, it can actually release a protein called zonulin. Now, what zonulin does is it actually regulates your intestinal wall. And when there's, when there's zonulin protein released, it can cause cracks in your gut, which then allows bacteria and food particles to leak across the intestinal barrier into your bloodstream undigested protein like gluten can leak across the gut barrier and get exposed to your immune system. Your immune system sees these proteins as an invader and this is what leads to systemic inflammation. So if you're sensitive to gluten, every time you consume gluten, it can cause that inflammation in your body. So if you're getting like bloating every time you eat, that bloating can actually be due to this uh, this reason. But not just that, it actually gets a bit more serious when you look at the chain of events. Mm -hmm. So this chronic inflammation can cause your adrenal gland to interpret this as stress and begin to overproduce cortisol instead of regulating your metabolism and producing the hormones necessary to make estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Not only that, but inflammation can also impair your insulin sensitivity and damage the hormone that signals ovulation. These are all major factors. The list goes on and on in terms of what inflammation and the chain of events that can happen, for example, like testosterone and can, causing inflammatory cytokines. But I think it's pretty clear, like the chain yeah. of events that occurs just from the leaky gut aspect.
0: I can definitely attest to this. I felt like I looked like I was uh, like pregnant after I would eat gluten. Um, I was so bloated. It was unbelievable. And I was so sensitive to it. And being sensitive to it is different than having celiac disease and being allergic to it completely. Like one little piece of gluten can create a huge reaction for someone who is allergic to it and has celiac disease. But sensitivity, it's Your symptoms sometimes are like more mild, like bloating or discomfort, moodiness, um, fatigue, and it can be really brushed aside quickly and like, "Eh, I'm fine without realizing that it was the gluten causing it. Um, everyone's different too. Like you can have a mild response or a major response like I did. Um, it just depends on your sensitivity to gluten, but this zonulin reaction happens in everyone and it's not as severe in everyone, but if it is severe in you, then it could really be contributing to PCOS symptoms. And you want to find this out. And the only way is to cut it out for 30 days and see how you feel.
1: Yeah. So hit us with that second big second thing piece about gluten. Of knowledge. Yeah.
0: All right. So gluten can decrease your lepros- leptin hormone's sensitivity by 50% and your leptin hormone is your fat thermostat. It tells you that, you know what, you have eaten enough, you don't have to eat anymore. And when leptin hormone isn't as sensitive, then you just feel hungry all the time, like a bottomless pit, like you just had lunch and you can eat another lunch. And it can have to do with the hormonal reaction that gluten is having on your hormone leptin.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a- another aspect to that, it can actually slow down your metabolism and make you put on more fat. Mm-hmm. So even though like, let's say, you're on a really strict diet, you're working out super hard, and you're sensitive to gluten, and you're sensitive to gluten, well, it can actually cause you to gain weight and essentially like slow down your metabolism, like be be counterproductive to all the work that you're putting in.
0: Exactly, because of that leptin hormone, which controls your metabolism. So it's very interesting, the hormonal response that your body can have to these inflammatory foods. I mean, don't get me started on dairy. We could go on for days.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, there's so much more studies, but this is just, I mean, we'll stop here. and Maybe we'll go back to the studies later on, but this goes back to where we started, our first tip to learning how to go gluten dairy-free, which is educating yourself about the benefits because once you know that it explains why you may be feeling bloated all the time Mm -hmm. why you're feeling hungry all the time and why like your hormones may not be balanced no matter what you're trying to do exactly so having that knowledge and taking those first steps and then seeing the benefits can help you pinpoint where those benefits are actually coming from
0: yeah it'll really motivate you to to like continue and meal prep and do all the things What if you had an app for PCOS that could tell you what to eat, when to work out, and how to track your goals every day?
1: Introducing the Sisterhood app. Not only does the Sisterhood app give you access to the largest community of women with PCOS, but it also provides you with a daily PCOS plan.
0: Your daily PCOS plan tells you exactly what to eat for each meal of the day. It's like having me as a dietitian in your pocket. It also sends you a notification when it's time to work out, and it provides step-by-step videos to help you reverse your biggest PCOS symptoms.
1: You also get access to 100-plus gluten and dairy-free recipes, the 5 Steps to PCOS Weight Loss Masterclass, and a full PCOS-friendly workout library to choose from.
0: But let's not forget the most crucial component of PCOS weight loss, the support. You're not alone. In the Sisterhood, you become part of the largest community of PCOS women where you can chat with us in our private Facebook group. Sirak, myself, and your fellow sisters are in there every day to answer your questions and support you along the way.
1: So what are you waiting for? You can head over to the app store and search Sisterhood or click the link in the description to get started today.
0: See you in there. Our next tip on starting gluten and dairy free is to really set aside time to meal plan and cook. Now, it doesn't have to take forever and it doesn't need to be complicated, which is why we came out with the Sisterhood app and all of the amazing gluten and dairy free recipes that take like 30 minutes. But basically, setting aside a bit of time for this self care moment, essentially, which is meal planning and cooking, is going to help you learn what foods are gluten free, what foods are dairy free, and realize that you can. Eat a lot of delicious a variety of foods and things, and it's not as restrictive as you know you might think at first. Um, and you'll become more familiar with the kitchen and with foods that you like eating, so that you replace foods that have gluten and dairy with things that you love and look forward to. And that goes back to my meatloaf (laughs) from earlier. It's like a classic dish and oftentimes it has breadcrumbs in it, in the meatloaf or dairy Mm -hmm. in the mashed potatoes. And I took something that's a classic family favorite and twisted it into a PCOS friendly way so that you don't even realize that it's gluten and dairy free and you don't feel restricted. And that's because I took time to learn how to meal plan cook and take what I like and twist it and make it into a PCOS friendly version
1: absolutely and I think something we're going to do for for this episode to help those sisters out to help you meal plan and set some set some time we'll include a three-day meal plan in the link of the description it'll be a three-day meal plan to help you get started and kind of acclimate to to the gluten dairy-free lifestyle yeah so our third tip is is taking things one meal at a time. Now, going cold turkey on both gluten and dairy is tough, let alone just like one of them. So instead of sopping everything all at once, we recommend to take it one meal at a time. So literally, start with breakfast first. So And let's start with, let's say, gluten. So for example, in the sisterhood, we have the five steps of PCOS weight loss, and the, the gluten usually comes before dairy, but it's up to you if you want to do dairy first. But essentially for breakfast see if you can in your first week if you can make your breakfast completely gluten free maybe perhaps like um having some eggs with a side of gluten-free bread or even having eggs with um potatoes potatoes um -hmm.
0: or a protein shake something with some dairy-free um oh wait hold on gluten (laughs) gluten gluten-free protein i
1: was was trying to think of like just gluten but uh, my mind kept Going gluten and dairy free. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, you can make yourself a protein shake, or like you said, you can, if you like eggs more and like warm yeah, breakfast,
1: you can do yogurt with gluten free granola. Ganola, if you know? you're not
0: ready to transition into dairy free yeah. yogurt yet, just so, one step at a time.
1: Exactly. So start with breakfast. Then you can now do lunch in your second or third week. Once you do breakfast and lunch, then it's dinner. And then you can now start incorporating going dairy free into breakfast and lunch and dinner and give it a couple months and you'll be surprised like you'll be like oh crap today I barely ate any gluten day or I didn't eat any gluten dairy all of a sudden And yeah, we'll include the meal plan, the three-day meal plan, which we feel may help for anyone who wants to have ideas or just learn how to make, you know, meals um, for the first time.
0: Some people don't see the results of going gluten and dairy-free right away. And some people do. But for me, like dairy-free, for example, I had really bad cystic acne and it didn't clear up for like three or four weeks into being dairy-free. Like I didn't fully see the effect and then my skin was completely clear And so it just took some time and I had to be really patient about it and keep an open mind and just like, you have to consider like our bodies, we might have a lot of inflammation. It might take more than a day or a week or two weeks to really see that inflammation go down and we have to be patient. Not to mention going gluten dairy-free is going to introduce you to new foods that you might not like. Um, For example, I don't like rice pasta, rice-based pasta, because it's just like, really unsatisfying to me. And a lot of people get turned off immediately. Like the second they try new things and they're like, oh, I didn't like it. So I stopped, I just can't do it, you know, and I get that, but you also have to be patient and like try other things. Like I like chickpea pasta now, and you know, there's some cheeses, some dairy-free cheeses that I don't like. And then I found Via Life and I really like that one. And you know, there, there's ways to navigate it. And instead of just like writing it off because it's not your favorite foods, maybe you can find a way to make it work for you and find a way to get your favorite meals to be gluten and dairy-free and still. Love it, you know, so it's just you have to have an open mind and be patient about it, or else it's not going to be a lifestyle forever. You're it's just going to be this like 30 day thing, and then you might give up because you didn't figure out like how to make it work for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. There was a recent meta analysis study, which is actually really interesting because a meta analysis study is basically where they look at a bunch of studies that were done and they come up with a conclusion based on all these different studies and they found the direct correlation between dairy intake and acne development based on all the all the different studies that have been done in the past um, few decades now with that being said if you're struggling with acne specifically like cystic acne then going dairy free can um, for a lot of people has had benefits especially Italian. Right time you yeah. you talked about a little bit right now about your acne and dairy.
0: It, it's like it was everything. Like gluten free helped, but dairy free was insane i had huge cysts on my face like cystic painful acne that would just there's no topical treatment to it because it's really coming from within and it's really this androgen problem that's being exacerbated because of having dairy and that's making me more sensitive to testosterone and that's making me more insulin resistant and this whole conglomeration of like hormonal issues that were just feeding into the cystic acne. was so bad. It was just so, I just, (laughs) I look back on it. I can't believe, you know, how much my face really hurt, but okay. Next, (laughs) moving right along. Don't beat yourself up about cheat meals. Yes. So basically we get a lot of questions on Instagram live. I feel like about cheat meals, people asking, can I have a cheat meal? Mm -hmm. Is it Okay. And my answer is, it's fine if you're fine with it. Yeah. Who cares? Like, this is not a restrictive diet. If you want to have a little bit of whatever it is, cheesecake on your husband's birthday, which <laughs> is what I did yesterday, <laughs> have a bite you know we don't need to call it a cheap meal and like make a thing out of it because this is a lifestyle and yeah. this has to be sustainable for you
1: absolutely and it doesn't mean necessarily that everybody goes 100 percent gluten or dairy mm-hmm. free we know a lot of sisters in the in the facebook group that go 90 percent or 80 percent gluten yeah. or dairy free and they see so many great benefits as well yeah
0: and they don't see any harm done if they have like you know, a meal that had like I don't know a slice of pizza at a kid's birthday on a Saturday. I mean, there's yeah. still like eighty, ninety percent gluten free. It's just yeah. one Saturday afternoon.
1: Absolutely, and this is some, and something we always talk about too is it's consistency over perfection. Like nobody is perfect in this world in terms of their lifestyle, their diet. Not even you, Talin. Uh.
0: I'm Which not cheesecake
1: eating ass. Let me tell you, cheesecake.
0: I had a bite yesterday. It was delicious. <laughs>
1: I'm totally joking, by the way. This
0: is totally no, joking. And then I will say like the most recent blimp, if we want to call it, I don't know. I've been eating high protein dairy free yogurt and it's a mixture of almond milk and soy based yogurt. And someone DM'd me and they're like, what about like, didn't you say we shouldn't eat soy every single day? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been eating this yogurt like almost every single day. But
1: you didn't know it had soy in it. Until... I did,
0: but it didn't register oh. that I was, cause I saw the almond and soy. So it was like, Oh, whatever. It's oh, not that. End. Yeah. So done? I don't know. Let's see how my period is this month. And like, if it affected my cramps or okay. whatever, like, let's see if it's having an effect yeah. because everyone processes soy differently. Some people have a more estrogenic response to it, where if they have soy every day, their estrogen levels. Yeah go up but then some people don't everyone's different so personally I'm not really sure what my effect is going to be because I've never eaten this much soy before <laughs> because I avoid it and now I made this like mistake so we'll see
1: yeah absolutely and oops and I Sorry. we also do want to mention that if you go to
0: oh where it go Hold did on. I just erase the yeah, whole episode yeah you erased it oh there you go okay thank you for <laughs> <laughs> I clicked erase. Wait, hold on. There's still more I erase, still babe. erased it. Okay, okay, I fixed it. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay.
0: <laughs> Computer fell and I grabbed and snapped the keyboard.
1: For anyone who wants to know the behind the scenes of, of what happens here, we have like a script or a document that me and Talia both look at from our computers. It's like a Google Doc document. Uh, that's where we make, like, the show notes and, like, all those kinds of things. What we and- want
0: to talk about is organized.
1: Yeah, so everything is organized. And Talian just, like, erased, like, half have the to, have to show notes right now. Like, I'm like where to it go?
0: Just, like, select it all and erased it.
1: All right. Um, I did want to mention, though, before we end the episode, that um, if you do go to our blog, org slash blog, you'll find a lot of great articles, a lot of great links to different gluten and dairy-free um, uh, alternatives. Um, but we yes. w- we are going to include a three-day meal plan in the description of this episode for you to kind of get started on your journey if you do want to get started. Or if you've already been gluten-dairy-free, it's a great way to see if there's something new. But, of course, we also have hundreds and hundreds of recipes in the sisterhood that are all gluten-dairy-free. Awesome. Now, with that being said, let's go to our wins of the week. These are sisters managing their PCOS, showing PCOS, what about is, yes. and just... You know, doing their
0: best. This one is an amazing before and after of Julia. Her skin completely cleared. She says, about six months of a difference. Gluten and dairy-free and all the recommended vitamins. I've struggled so bad with acne and I've tried every medication possible to help. In these six months, I was on zero medication for acne. I can't appreciate this group enough. The sisterhood. I hope this gives people in the group who struggle with acne hope. Excuse my face. (laughs) She wow. posted this amazing before and after yeah. that. We actually put it on the Sisterhood Instagram page. Yeah. If you go to the the.pcos.sisterhood, C-Y-S-T-E-R-H-O-O-D. On IG. You will scroll through, see these amazing stories, and also see this incredible before and after yeah. of Julia's skin.
1: So we were talking about earlier about the studies showing the correlation from dairy and acne. And in Julia's case, she said that she um, removed gluten and dairy. And you can see... See how her acne like mm-hmm. such a such a transformation. We're so so happy for you, Julia, and amazing, yes. great great job taking the steps. All right, our next win is from Amanda. Get uh, ready for the big game with the buffalo chicken dip. So this is actually from Super Bowl week. We're mentioning this one a little bit late, but she shows the buffalo chicken dip that Tallinn posted in the yes. sisterhood.
0: It looks so good. Yeah,
1: it does look really good. She
0: made it even prettier than the photo I posted in the app.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Amanda, for making this for the Super Bowl.
0: Awesome. I also made it. (laughs) All right. Next is Megan, except you had gastritis and you didn't eat it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Megan, she says, I'm sharing because I just. I'm just relieved, and I know you sisters would be the only ones who understand and relate. I've been taking Inosdal for two months and started gluten and dairy-free. Then as well, I've already been dairy-free for years. Last week, I started the slow-weighted workouts, and this week, I've been trying to be mindful of my carb tolerance too. Finally, I just started my period after 69 days. Look at you. I mean, I know it was hard work, but definitely worth it. Awesome, Megan. I'm so proud of you.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, just persevering, waiting for those like months at a time and still applying those lifestyle changes as you're waiting for your period to come. Just is great. Is great. So great job.
0: Awesome. I know it's really difficult. I personally didn't have my period for a whole year and I tried all these things and, you know, it looks like you tried so many things and I'm glad we were able to give you direction. But I know how much effort it takes to do all of those things and finally get your period back.
1: So those are some great wins. And also a shout out to everybody listening cuz that alone itself is a win. Yes. You're literally taking a step every day listening to this podcast and just trying to learn more and more about your body.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> We're proud of you.
1: You don't have to put some attitude on it. Italian.
0: I that wasn't attitude. That was I give you a gold star sticker. My sister bought gold star stickers for us to celebrate every, our workouts and like track and chart them serious? i'm dead serious i just lost them so that's the only problem but
1: but we do want to say <laughs> we see you sisters in the facebook group in the sisterhood we see you on instagram everybody like putting in the effort mm-hmm. and you know
0: working so hard it's really not easy yeah. so we're proud of you well done
1: absolutely all righty on that note it's time to skedaddle
0: talk to you soon sisters take care Hey sisters, just wanted to let you know that all of our podcast episodes have corresponding blog posts that dive deeper into each topic. So head over to PCOSWeightLoss.org slash blog.
1: Is it slash or is it backslash blog? I don't know. I've always heard one or the other. It's forward slash. Or slash? Just in case, you can also go to PCOSWeightLoss.org.